Hello and welcome to the Thriving Abroad Together podcast series and episode nine in this new series. I'm Louise Wilde, your host for these conversations, an expat change and transition coach and consultant and author of Thriving Abroad, the definitive guide to professional and personal relocation success. Now this is part of the Thriving Abroad Together series created to support expats and the internationally mobile who are facing extraordinary times as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. In this series, I'm speaking to a range of amazing professionals who have perspectives, insights and advice to share that I hope will support you and your loved ones through this challenging time. I've created show notes that record the key points of the conversations, which you can download from thrivingabroad.com. Look for this episode, episode 9, in the Thriving Abroad Together series. And while you're there, why not sign up for the Thriving Abroad newsletter and never miss another episode. Mm. Now today, I'm delighted to be speaking to Daniela Tomar, who is a clinical psychologist working with expats, mainly non-English expat families. In this conversation, we talk about the psychological challenge presented by the COVID-19 pandemic, especially for mobile employees and families. We discuss the range of reactions and how we can work through acceptance and adjustment to create our new normal and find our own balance in these quite extraordinary times. I really hope you find benefit and enjoy the conversation. So hello and welcome to the Thriving Abroad podcast and I'm really pleased to welcome to the conversation today, Daniela. Daniela, hi. Hi, good to be here. It's lovely to have you joining us today. Um, perhaps just to give people an, uh, a brief idea, of, tell, tell us where in the world you are right now and, and what the situation is like for you right now. <laughs> So right now I'm in Boston, actually in a neighborhood near Boston. Um, the situation for us is that uh, schools have been closed for about two weeks already. Um, yes. So we are all uh, working from home and um, practicing social distance as uh, everybody else. But we are still very lucky to be able to walk with our dogs and get some fresh air. So that's uh, where we are right now. Well, it's lovely to have you here. And, um, you know, I think as we all settle into this situation, and of course, people listening will be listening from all over the world. So you'll be at different stages of this experience of the COVID-19 experience. Um, and whether you are locked in you know, total isolation and locked lockdown, as some countries are having, or in a slightly more open environment, as we are experiencing at the moment, um, you know, things will be, it will differ, it will differ. Um, but I guess what we're all observing from our family and friends is a range of reactions. Um, so I'm really interested to hear from you, Daniela, um, from your work with um, and in your professional field. What kind of reactions you, you are seeing? So what I'm doing is actually I'm doing, uh, I, I support people from all over the world in different places during their transitions and uh, actually adjusting into their new environment. And um, it's uh, working online on a weekly basis um, and it's emotional support. So what I've been uh, seeing in the last few weeks is of, uh, a range of reactions that it's very similar in a way to reactions of people that are not necessarily in this kind of uh, 
support systems uh, from anxiety to depression to uh, a lot of um, uncertainty um, and uh, basically a bit of, uh, you know, taking everything that we are feeling and going through to the extremes. So if there is a tendency for somebody to be in general very anxious, so of course when the reality is so unbelievable so mm. then the level of anxiety uh, can raise yes. at the same time mm. there is almost the opposite sometimes reactions that at least some of the people that i work with that they seem to be very uh, in anxious uh, in normal life suddenly they feel uh, more supported by the world like the world catch up mm. with them and mm. and they finally can understand how does it feel to be so stressed so so there was also at least for a while a mm. moment of like now the world gets me and i uh -huh. and i feel more understood of course you know things are changing and developing all the time but what i mean to say is that um there are all sorts of reactions mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. again from um taking it to extremes like really seeing the the dark side of everything mm. or um strong denial mm -hmm. of like mm -hmm. i'm young enough and anyway everybody will get it so why do i care mm. and why there's people being so annoyed by the fact that i don't do what i'm expected to do and things like that so you see the whole range of reactions yeah yeah, yeah. So some, some denial, denial and, and reluctance to accept, yeah, the, the, the situation or... Which is very normal. The thing is mm. that we all react instantly, mm. like with, with what you ha we have and with our own uh, coping mechanisms and, and our own tendencies, right? Mm. Mm. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, this is our first reaction and it takes a time to understand what's going on and to readjust and readjust the way we react to the situation. Mm. So, mm -hmm. so there is like the first wave and then the second wave. And I think what we should aim for is to get back some sort of balance that we can live with. Yeah. Because we are all, you know, we, it's taken, you know, it's for all of us. Uh, mm. a dramatic shift in our life no matter yeah what. yeah 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 and i think that's probably as, as in relation to you talking about the people who are anxious and you know, they, they see other people now anxious and he'll you understand that but it's i think also what it's giving is this this level playing field in understanding that we're all all challenged for once in life with a very similar situation okay different degrees i guess depending on where you are in the world and okay obviously there are other issues you know, in relation to your personal circumstances that could be different. But in sort of the, the general situation, we're all, we all have the same, um, well, yeah, we're all reacting to the same challenge, big, you know, big underlying challenge. And, and that is kind of unifying in some, some way, um, perhaps. <laughs> Yeah, well, it has at least the potential, you know, we will yeah, see how it will end, but it, the potential is that, yes, we can definitely see that we are all can be impacted by, you know, the same virus yeah. in the same way, regardless yeah. where we are, who we are, and mm. everything we are. Yeah, 
Exactly, exactly. So you know, we're talking, you know, Thriving Abroad is a, a podcast targeted specifically at people who are living internationally, internationally mobile lives, expats, international signees. So I'm wondering how much in your view that type of life is complicating this whole scenario and, and the situation for them. So, yes, so I thank you for this question because I think this is really relevant. So the people I um, mostly work with are actually expats or uh, people that are um, moving around for several reasons. It can be for many reasons and, uh, and in many ways. But the bottom line is that I do believe that this population has a, an extra layer of complexity when dealing with this kind of situation. So, for instance... Um, it's it's much harder for these people when they have to uh, make very quick decisions. So a lot of people right now that are expats have to make a decision where 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 to be. Like, yeah. do they stay in the host country? Do they go to the home country? Where is the home country? There are a lot of uh, expats that simply don't have this sense of a very clear default. So when you think about all this generation, for instance, of students that are studying somewhere, but they have lived in many other places. And mm. in theory, when everything is fine and we have, you know, mobility, so then they can choose whatever they want. But can yeah. they choose now? And what does it mean if they're choosing right now? They might end up being, for instance, with the parents that meanwhile they move to another country that they have no connection to. Yeah. So mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. really hard. So there are these decisions that uh, you have to make and you have to make it really quick and you're forced to make. Um, and then it, it's even more complex because a lot of these assignments are related to um, work opportunities. But mm -hmm. in this reality, when this pandemic is already so being so significant also on the financial part, so then there is the stress and extra anxiety that will I have this job or can I stay in this place where I am? So you have the parents trying to calm down the kids that are anxious because what's going on or they're simply, you know, unhappy because of the limitations. But they have in the back of their mind all this responsibility of I'm not even sure that I can even stay here and how yeah. life will look. So maybe differently wow. from people that had lived in one place and they have at least the comfort of their community, the comfort mm -hmm. of mm. belonging to some place, the comfort of even if I will lose my job, I have something to rely on. Mm. Mm. So all these more nomadic people have this extra layer. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. It's, it's really more complex. Yes. The very, you know, the, within this extra layer, you have this complexity of not only making the decision and trying to make the right decision, mm. but not having the time to make a proper goodbye or a proper yeah. closure mm -hmm. and, uh, and not knowing if they will ever have the possibility to go back to this. So all mm. these populations, when you're talking about experts, the ones, for instance, that evacuated from some countries, they don't necessarily know that they will be back there. Even if they will be back there, will it be the same? Probably mm -hmm. there will be a lot of changes in their communities, in their 
you know, yeah. expect communities wherever yeah. they are. Yeah. So again, mm-hmm. this is one of the challenges that the stability for all mm-hmm. of us yes. is kind of like very shaky right now. Yeah. But for somebody that is losing, you know, the current home in, in no time, it's, it's really hard. Yeah, very really unsettling. Hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I suppose there's another scenario where the you know, family is, is separated because, you know, perhaps one partner, the employed partner stays to continue to work. I certainly know of a number of couples who, uh, who I know are in that situation. The they've stayed and the family have chosen to go back to their home inverted commas location. So, um, yeah, so those are the scenarios that we know are taking place around the world at the moment. So what, um, perhaps it's helpful then for these people who are perhaps listening and saying, yes, that fits me. Um, you know, is it helpful for them to understand, you know, what's going on psychologically for them um, and understand, you know, what's a healthy reaction to this and, 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 you know, and how can they try and manage it in, psychologically in the most positive way? So um, one of the first things that I would personally recommend is actually uh, accepting the fact that what usually in normal days we can consider as pathology, like if somebody is very anxious, so we will think, okay, he, this is kind of an abnormal reaction. So what used to be abnormal is our new normal. Yes. In a way, uh, normalizing the fact that, yes, you will feel more anxious, you will mm-hmm. feel more mm-hmm. stressed. Uh, you have to manage your energy and understand that when we are stressed, our level of energy, we are losing, you know, Mm -hmm. our resources in a way. So we have to readjust also our expectations from ourselves and from others. So this is time actually to understand that this is what we are going through and accept this really abnormal situation as part of our current life that we don't know for how long it will be Mm, but mm. I would almost say that we have to accept it and try to you know relax embracing our anxieties Mm. because they they are here to be with us for 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 the time being this will be part of our uh, life for now so we have to find a way to live with them and not Mm. necessarily fight them. Um, So how do we do that? We try to find um, a new um, roadmap to to create clarity. So all our plans or everything we had in mind, Mm -hmm. we can store it for a moment and just readjust to the new reality. Because one of the main things that happen is that we have no um, sense of control. Something is mm-hmm. happening that we have zero control over it. And, and this is a very um, uncomfortable feeling mm-hmm. to, to live with. So the way to solve it is to try to gain control in little pieces over little things that we can actually still manage. So it's not necessarily the big pictures and the big question is like, what are my goals for today? What will make me feel uh, comfortable with myself? What will make me feel that I accomplished something? So it will be, this is for today. I'm not solving the the long term necessarily. 
Mm-hmm. But if I can achieve these kind of things and regain the, the sense of I'm controlling my life, I'm controlling and deciding over my life, this is a little step to get comfortable with the new situations. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we have to readjust the plan, gain a bit of clarity, uh, prioritize what is important for us right now, and yeah. um, being more... Um, I think soft and uh, compassionate to ourselves mm-hmm. uh, in what we want to achieve. This is not necessarily the time to say, okay, I'm, I'm at home and I'm not working. So this is the time that I will study all the courses that I didn't have the time. Yes, for some people it works. It's mm-hmm. good. But for many of us, it's actually a time that it's really hard to concentrate. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and, and it's okay, again, to accept it. And, uh, and just really one step at a time. This is the time to learn that, the one step yeah. at a time. Yeah, yeah. And, and do you find that people cycle through this? Because I, from a personal perspective, I think probably you know, a few weeks ago, I was finding it very difficult to focus. And, I, and now I'm feeling a bit more settled and able to focus. But I suspect that's not where I'm going to stay because events will, you know, unfold and other things will, you know, attract my attention, whether that's a positive or a negative, I don't know yet. But, you know, I imagine I will cycle through various levels of reaction to this. Do you think that's the case? Definitely, definitely. So first of all, we have to understand that the the, the basic uh, thing that we all share in common uh, we are species that we are very adjustable. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. our tendency is to adjust to new realities. Some of us are doing it better than others. We know it very well, like even in transitioning through new countries, we see that each one of us may have a different kind of uh, strategy, known or unknown, conscious or unconscious, but and also very different piece of adjustments. So this is, you can even look at it as transitioning in a different Mm. kind of lifestyle. So you will see the different coping skills, the different pace, but we will all have our cycles. So the first, you know, round will be, you know, as we said, the first reaction, it doesn't necessarily mean that we will keep on being with the same intensity during all the time. We Mm. adjust. When we adjust, so then we start to try out different strategies. We hear from others, you know, and, you know, we try things that people are uh, telling us to do. So, you know, it can be sports, it can be reading, it can be any other tip that you can get. You try them out. Some can work better than others for you. Mm-hmm. This is the mm-hmm. second cycle. But when you feel, as you just mentioned, that you're a bit more settled, that you have a bit of more a better sense of what's going on, that's the time when you can go back to be more creative also and yeah. not only reacting, but be proactive. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and this is the moment where you're starting to do things like you just are doing now, like being mm-hmm. creative and, and putting together this series. And yes. Without, we didn't discuss that, but I assume that the sense of purpose, the mm-hmm. sense of helping others and not only yourself, is a very good tool for many. 
So what we are seeing, and we are seeing it a lot in like social media, we are seeing a lot of initiatives that are not only to help ourselves, mm-hmm. but actually to help others. By helping others, we are also supporting ourselves. And this is, you know, kind of the, the second round of like first reaction and then people are starting yeah. to, to yeah. create things. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's that desire to contribute in some way, isn't it? And I think it's interesting because in the UK, we've just had this massive, um, they've launched a scheme for volunteers to help support the elderly and the vulnerable. And they have, there's an app, I don't know how, I guess it was created actually before this, I think it was related to something else, but they're obviously, the government's using it. And we've all been invited to sign up and well not all but if you want to be involved you can to register and somehow it's going to match us all with people in our locality who need support in various ways which and it has generated an enormous response they're expect they were asking for i think 250,000 people initially and it's gone well over a million now and probably more i haven't looked today but it's just a demonstration of how everybody really does want to contribute it's kind of a way perhaps it's also for me, it feels kind of grounding. To feel that like I'm contributing is, is a very, yeah, yeah, kind of gives me yes, a again, place in this, yeah. But it, in part, is also gaining back this uh, feeling of uh, having a purpose mm-hmm. and uh, having uh, some sort of goal, something to achieve, something that mm-hmm. will give us back our sense of um, worth, Mm-hmm. And uh, by contributing, you are gaining something that was taken maybe away, you know, in seconds. You know, you, you yeah. are doing something very meaningful and, and suddenly it's gone. So yeah. where do you, yeah. where do you put your attention? Create it? Yeah. yeah, so you, you yeah. and the idea is to create it maybe in, in other ways. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Going back to the cycles, the first mm-hmm. step is first of all, understanding and acknowledging the new reality mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. this was the the you know the the first weeks when we all we were kind of confused and some you know again were in denial and some were you know reacting in very different ways but mm-hmm. this was not the stage yet of the reorganizations of our systems both mm-hmm. internally and externally now we are in this second or third round when we accept the reality as it is and we try to make the best out of it um and yeah. this is where we see all that and i guess thinking about expats who've you know so they've had several things to react to because you know, uh, you know me at the moment i'm, I'm not i'm repatriated so i'm back in the uk so i've just reacted to the uk situation but i imagine if i was abroad still i would have had the the reaction to the situation in my host country, then I would have had to make a decision about what we were going to do. And if we had decided to move back to the UK, we would then have had an adjustment back to the UK and the UK situation. So for expats, they're having multiple events, major events to have to react to, aren't they? So that must be even more unsettling in many ways and, and require more adjustment. No doubt. So what happens with expats that they are, uh, if we all have the potential to be overwhelmed by, you know, the Mm -hmm. amount of information that we have around and one of the, you know, very basic recommendations will be actually to gain some balance in the Mm -hmm. amount of information we are getting, right? So 
within that balance, if you can imagine families that are connected to more than one place, one language, one community. So yes, you see a lot of people that are trying to be updated with everything and with mm. everything that is going. So again, my best recommendation would be to monitor it mm. And, mm. and to try mm. to uh, not to be overwhelmed by that. And yeah. it is related to the amount of time that you're spending, you know, getting this information. Mm. But another interesting actually result of that that I've been watching recently is that a specific situation, the pandemic right now, um, usually when something is going on in your uh, home country, for instance, and you feel the guilt of being away, um, right now is not exactly that. Because even if, those, if you were there, you can't necessarily help. No, so we are true. all mm. stuck in our places, regardless where you are. So the interesting part of it is like, People in some way are reporting that they, they feel more connected. There is much more communication, actually, uh, between the different chapters of your life as an expat. So suddenly yes. it's easy to maintain these connections. So yeah. that's maybe something uh, nice to Positive. look at. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, and actually that's, that's probably, it links back to something we're talking about with Sunday. So if you're, what, you know, to people listening, look for the podcast for Sunday, Schneider Female, we were talking about, yeah, tech connecting and, 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 and keeping connections going. But that is something that I definitely have experienced, you know, uh, people who haven't been in touch for quite some time are suddenly saying, who is you? How are you doing? And, and I'm doing the same with other people, which is, is lovely um, to that reconnection to know that people are thinking you know from far afield about, about me or my family and, and vice versa with them I'm sure so that's a yeah I think that's a lovely positive as well and, and actually probably something that you know you're talking about finding meaningful things to do well that's probably one thing that um, is helpful if that's what you're looking for as well yeah yeah but maybe if like to go back to these families and individu individuals that are, are living abroad right now and have to deal with all this um again within the extra challenges we see a lot if we think about the the children the kids mm -hmm. so the again the extra layer of of anxiety and questioning everything again if they are in this kind of situation in which they recently moved. So just a few uh, months ago, they moved. And, uh, and now they, they don't feel connected enough to the new mm. environment. Mm. And they try to connect to the, you know, maybe past environments. Um, it's, it's much more complex. And this is where parents can help a lot. Mm -hmm. First mm -hmm. of all, to try to establish things, uh, these connections to set the expectations right mm. uh, in also in terms of what they can do and achieve with their academics mm. uh, to normalize things and to accept also some of the um, coping mechanisms of the kids that they might see at home right now and, and yeah. see it with the perspective of like we just move, it's not stable, you know, enough. So if there is grief, it's okay. Again, it's, yeah. it's normal. Um, so just to take that part also uh, to keep it in mind.
Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. extra sensitive uh, for these kids. Yes. yes. As well, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it's about supporting the kids and, and, um, uh, I mean, I suppose I'm, I'm just thinking about families who've just arrived who don't have, you know, support networks around them locally. So, so you know, there are so many extra challenges in a sense that you probably, and you're very familiar with that, there are a lot of uh, excess families that, for instance, in order to keep things simple, they don't even have like their... Uh, like they, they're doctors in the host uh, country because they usually, you know, do whatever they need to do in other countries. So, but the weird situation that it has to do with health. So, and, and they don't have like the local contact. So then what do they do? And again, they feel extra vulnerable and extra mm. exposed to something. And if you're not talking, speaking the language of the place and, and you feel uh, stressed about it and you say okay what if I have to go here and, and mm. reach out to the hospital and right now I cannot go with anybody that can translate for me so again it's an extra layer of so these parents that have to take for instance these kids they, they themselves feel more uh, vulnerable uncomfortable mm. and mm. unconfident to deal with all that kind of things so it just Again, it just keep that in mind that even simple things can be nerve wracking. Yeah, like yeah, trying to yeah. call a doctor that and trying to speak the language and and mm. just that it's it's, yeah. it's an effort. So yes. don't take it. Uh, yeah. Yes, it's it's just acknowledge that that it might yes. be harder. Yeah, and so that brings us back to self compassion and um, yeah, exactly and giving yourself the space. Mm. And, and really almost, you know, be grateful and count the, the everything you could achieve, you know, having, you know, this conversation over the phone and getting this information in, in a foreign language, that's a huge achievement. So, mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. you, you have to give yourself the credit for doing that and, and feel yeah. good about it. Yeah, um, yeah. So every little step counts and it's important mm -hmm. to highlight it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, so living very consciously, I think. Yeah. I think often we live very unconsciously and barrel through life without thinking too much about how we're living life. But now is the time to, yeah, think about it in a much more conscious way. Um, I think we are forced to do that in many ways. You know, yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. you know we always have the systems that will take care of of different things, and one of the things that are happening today that. We, we are losing these systems. People cannot yeah. do things for us in mm -hmm. many ways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. What about, one thought that had occurred to me, be as a coach, and, you know, often when I'm coaching and working with people, we're talking about, you know, future plans and, um, you know, and, and for me, one of the positive things, and I don't know whether this is just me or whether this applies to many people, but is to, to think, yeah, this, this will pass. It will pass. We don't know how and what state we'll, we'll be in when, once it's passed from, you know, financial and the, you know, the economy and all of that, those aspects. But it, we will get to the other side of this when, when that is either. Um, but I, I kind of like to think, well, okay, let's think about 2021 and, and what, you know, what, what do I want to achieve in 2021 or do in 2021? What will 2021 look like? Is that a positive thing to do, do you think, for people? Or is that too much for some? 
does it depend on their psychological state? <laughs> it, it does. It does depend. It's very personal. That's what I would mm -hmm. say. So mm -hmm. for some, uh, thinking and planning ahead long term will uh, calm them down. Will uh, mm -hmm. kind They will regain the feeling of, okay, there is a future there. I don't know where exactly and when exactly, but I still have my, my dreams and, and they remain the same. I still have, you know, the things that I want to plan without giving them a date, but I know that I will execute them. So these are people that will connect to these thoughts and it will calm them down. It will mm -hmm. make them feel uh, rooted again, mm -hmm. rooted in mm -hmm. a sense that they are still connecting to their own dreams and desires as they were a few weeks ago. So yeah. that's one sort of reaction. But then you have other people that this kind, generating these kind of questions will generate actually more anxiety because mm -hmm. the immediate reaction might be actually, okay, but I don't even know how the world will look after. I don't know if I will be able to fly. I don't know if I will have like uh, my visa sorted out. And then they start to think about, all these other problems that, as if they have to solve them right away. And that mm -hmm. can bring a lot of anxiety. So as a coach, to answer your question, your best way to know if this mm -hmm. is a good direction to go or not is to really understand the first reaction. Mm -hmm. What does it bring? Mm -hmm. Does it bring the freedom to dream mm -hmm. and by that relax? Or does it bring the anxiety of, this will be impossible to execute. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so it's yeah. You will see uh, both ways. In general, I would say, these mm -hmm. is are the times to, again, adjust not our dreams but our goals, mm -hmm. uh, or our current goals. So it means that you're still maybe heading to the same direction, but what this current reality can invite you to do that will take you to that direction but maybe in a different way mm -hmm. so what can i do now that i couldn't do before still thinking about the long-term future but adjusting the short-term goal yeah there yeah. is a lot to do yeah. within that and it's more manageable and tangible something that i can actually yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're still having a longer term vision, but just thinking, adjusting your what you're doing now to reflect the reality of your situation and also how you're feeling. So, well, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so, I mean, we've talked about so much, and as we draw, draw the conversation to a close, is there anything else that you feel we should have covered? <laughs> and I haven't asked you the right question. <laughs> No, so I think that there is a lot to talk about the, the maybe new reality that people are uh, living in. So, for instance, mm -hmm. the fact that the families are coming together in a different way that uh, they mm -hmm. haven't before. So, uh, we are uh, experiencing our families in a, di in a different way. Mm -hmm. uh, and it can be an opportunity. Uh, I will just, uh, as an example, I will say that yesterday I was... Uh, walking for an hour and a half with my 15-year-old daughter. And uh, I thought to myself that in the, at this age, like 15, 
what are the chances that she will choose to walk with me for one, an hour and a half and to chat with me? If she could be with her peers, she would be with them. And that was normal. But yeah, now the yeah. new normal was an invitation to have something that we couldn't have before. Uh, and this is maybe the bright side. Uh, mm-hmm. But the other side is also that it brings us together with everything we are, with our mm-hmm. uh, complex personalities, with our, um, you know, challenges and everything. Mm-hmm. And we have to really navigate this new reality of being so close, of, uh, of people uh, like maybe seeing us in our everyday life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is, uh, again, a new adjustment that also can uh, create sometimes tension and we have to work through it. Yeah, and yeah. So my best uh, yeah. advice is just embracing the opportunities and, uh, and, and try to be uh, empathetic about each one of the members of the family and why are they doing what they're doing remembering also their development stages if they are teenagers they're still teenagers yeah Uh, yes yeah yeah Yeah. and i think i think you know the whole adjustment thing as expats will be familiar with and the reality that people adjust at different stages and paces and you know and have different reactions so that's certainly all been the package of this week in our house (laughs) for sure and i've got two two teenagers and a husband here so um, and our dog has never been so well walked, I have to say. Now, somebody <laughs> sent me a fantastic cartoon. I shall put this on the blog post if I can make the connect, link it all in. But of a, a dog sitting on, on the top of the kitchen sort of shelves in the kitchen. It's got <laughs> right to the top and it goes, I don't want another walk, no. Because <laughs> it had so many walks. And that's a bit like ours. Everyone's going, I want to take dog, I want to take dog for a walk. So he left, yesterday had three. <laughs> Normally he's lucky to get one. So he's going to be very fit. But um, in fact, I think one of my daughters is just about to take him out again now. My husband's just taken him out. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's kind of, yes, yeah, she is. Off he goes. <laughs> His tail's still wagging. So that's fine. Um, but no, even that, it's an opportunity. So what you'll see, and talking from more a psychological perspective, like pets are really um, mm. a great help in, yes, in these yes. kind of moments. And the interesting yeah. part is that sometimes, even within the family, some members of the family are not necessarily very much attached to those pets. Mm. But the, in this reality in which, you know, this is what it is, you found, find even, you know, these members of the family uh, reacting more to, yes, yeah, to this yeah, yeah. So, and making these connections and we can laugh about it but it's significant so here is another opportunity is in, here is another thing uh, that can happen mm-hmm. and hopefully we can embrace it and, and learn from it and, and grow from yes. it so. yeah yeah no absolutely absolutely so um if people listening we've, we've so sort of talked about a huge number of reactions and stages people might be at. But if someone's listening and they're feeling, you know, particularly challenged at the moment and finding it difficult to see how they're going to see their way through psychologically, what kind of professional support could they or should they be looking for? And, you know, can you give us some tips on where they can access that? So first of all, luckily, uh, there is a lot going on and we are living in... Uh, times that uh, we can get everything online 
So mm-hmm. there are a lot of practitioners that uh, I think most of the practitioners have switched to online working. So basically everything that was um, offered before, maybe in person can be online. And, and that's also good news for uh, um, the expert community because then it means that you can continue doing whatever you did before just uh, transferring online. And there are a lot of other extra resources. So again, with the spirit of supporting each other, um, there is a lot of uh, free access to different mm-hmm. organizations. Sometimes it's based locally with the advantage of simply using the same time zone. Uh, but, but not only. If you're reaching uh, or if you're looking for something in, in your mother tongue, there, there is a lot uh, going on there. Honestly, at this point, on, uh, you, what you should do is, is to ask on social media. There's, every day there are new things. Within that, I would recommend, I think this is uh, what I found people are um, reacting to, is actually podcasts. Uh, and uh, they are very good podcasts, um, again, in very different languages. Um, some are more specific to these times, but mm-hmm. some are general podcasts about, for instance, uh, positive psychology um, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. tips and tricks of mm-hmm. how to overcome these stressful events. Um, tons, tons of it. And I can only uh, say that the, it can be even overwhelming. So I would suggest Pick your podcast, stick yes. with it, <laughs> try to listen to the things that make sense, and then switch to the next one. There are yeah. a lot of yeah. uh, good things going on there. But definitely this is the time to, to seek for help, not to, to be proactive about that. Mm-hmm. I do believe that in these times, sometimes a short intervention of like uh, two or three sessions in which you readjust the plan as we said mm. Mm. and mm-hmm. and have gained this clarity of how do we operate within this new frame mm-hmm. sometimes that's enough to mm-hmm. kind of reset the system and take it from there yeah yeah so my best yeah. advice would be yes reach out to professionals and uh, do it online i believe in working online it, uh, it works yeah. perfectly yeah. okay but I think it's important just to say that we are making right now a lot of decisions and the best advice I can give is just, again, one decision at a time, just accept it. There is no right and wrong. There is the right decision for this moment and, mm-hmm. and we have to live with it as good as we can. Yes. And, uh, because one of the tendencies of many people in this situation is to keep on thinking, what if I had made a different kind of decision mm. i should mm. have made that kind of decision and it's very important to live in the present and yes you know not to to engage in just in the past and what could have happened but yeah what can we do now yeah not to ruminate about what should could exactly. should or should have been might have been yeah well thank you so much daniela that has been really really interesting and i hope helpful to people listening i will put um connection to you on the blog post so if people would like to connect with daniela you can do that um and 
uh, there will be you know, the key points on the blog post too. So you go to thrivingabroad.com and look for this episode with Daniela Tomar. Well, thank you very much, Daniela. That has been a really, really, really interesting conversation. And thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can go and access the show notes at thrivingabroad.com. Look for the Thriving Abroad Together series and episode nine. And don't forget, while you're there, to sign up for the regular newsletter so I can keep in touch. I'll be back soon with the next instalment in this series. But meanwhile, if I can be of any support to you through your expat journey, then please feel free to email me, louise at louisewiles.com. Wherever this podcast finds you in the world, please stay safe and well. Bye-bye for now.